It's time, it's time for the Shredded Cabbage Podcast. Each week, we review the movies we have actually seen in the theater. You remember the theater, right? It's like Netflix, but with a much bigger screen and more expensive popcorn. Ready for a new take on the latest on film, culture, and whatever else people are talking about? You are in the right place. Probably. Here are your hosts, Blake Ship and Cole Moore. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Shredded Cabbage Podcast. Been so long since we've been together. A couple month hiatus. My apologies, uh, but we're glad to be back with you. And we have some exciting movies, TV shows, and good stuff to talk to you about today. Of course, you know, I am Cole, and I am here with my man, my right hand, Blake Ship. everybody. If he will Hello, talk, Shredders. he is here. I'm here. He is here. Blake, what's what's been up these last couple months? Um, just a lot of school. We had spring break, and you know, just the usual. Yeah, the usual. Went to uh, Universal this spring break. Okay, how was that? Uh, first time? First time in Universal? Um, second time, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Did we go to Universal together? Yeah, I went with you and the church. Ah. But we went to like City Walk and we went to we went in rides though that trip, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was that had to have been like Rock the Universe or something like that. Yeah, that's what it was. But yeah, yeah. this time we went to the Islands of Adventure. It was fun. Yeah, that's cool, man. I Universal, I've been so many times. I've been incredibly spoiled. Uh when you when you work in youth ministry. You get to do so many cool things for free. And it, mm-hmm. it well, the price to pay is dealing with a lot of people's kids. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's not act like it's free. Let's let's uh let's at least shout out the uh sacrifice that people make. Mm. But uh no, it's it's great. I can't even I don't even know how many times I've gone to Universal. I feel so spoiled that like when people talk about Universal, I'm just like you know, I've been so many times I've walked around, but I don't know what to do with Universal. It really doesn't matter how many times you go. It's it's pretty fun. On the contrary, I've only been to Disney World one time when I was a kid. Well, we were a Disney. We were the Disney family for a while. And it's fun. It's just like there's not as many like rides, but it's prettier. Disney's got sense. it's a small world, right? That's Disney. yeah, it's got all, all that stuff, right? uh <laughs> but to uh but to go back and what you're saying dealing with kids do you how do you not remember when we went to rock the universe and you got so mad at me because you were like calling me we were walking back from the park to the hotel oh, yeah. you remember yeah. that and i yeah like, because i because i was concerned <laughs> yeah i cared yeah, i so. you know i i i really like the whole setup you know with we're at the hotel across from universal. It's great, right? You could use the sidewalk and yes, you have to cross the mm. um, intersection, a busy intersection, have you. Yeah. And what Blake's referring to is, is yes, I, I certainly cared a lot because uh, it was probably about 1130 at night. And, yeah. you know, we were all back at the hotel and there was a couple of stragglers because we allowed them to kind of come and go. And they're all upperclassmen in high school. So they should be able to handle themselves and all that. Uh, but, you know, it was 1130 and you're walking, you know, the sidewalk from Universal back to this hotel crossing a busy intersection at night. 
And yeah, yeah, I was, I was certainly uh, mad, maybe not frustrated. <laughs> yes, because yeah, I mean, very it was, frustrated. It was, it was a little late. It was a little. I don't late. blame you. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't understand that when you care for people, uh, frustration is a must. I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure that a lot of parents uh, could agree to that, and especially your parents. Uh, major shout out, Bill and Nancy. I know you have been majorly frustrated with Blake over of the course. years. Uh, Nathan, not so much. <laughs> Such a dime. Nathan. We don't even know what happened. We haven't even told the people what I did. Yeah, go for it. Because wasn't it I? you called me because you didn't know where I was. Correct. And I was either what time was it? or ahead of you. It was late. It was like 11. Yeah. And either we were you were calling me and I just like made some joke and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get by a car or something yeah. like that. And you a typical freaked. Blakeism. Yeah. <laughs> Typical, <laughs> typical Blake to make a inappropriate, not inappropriate, but typical Blake to make a joke at the wrong time <laughs> in a serious moment to make a serious moment, not so serious, which, you know, a lot of people can look at as a gift, but uh, yeah, I mean, when you're yeah, already kind of worried, probably not it, the right time to crack that one. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and remove probably from that sentence. <laughs> Definitely wasn't, but I right do remember having a joking tone. But really, still, really, really well. Uh, yeah, universal. That was, that was our universal experience together. That's true. Well, it was much more than that, but uh, certainly a big part of it. Uh, universal with the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good time. Very good time. Yes, it was actually nice and like overcast, so it wasn't too hot, but there were some lines, but it was still really fun. Good deal. Actually, my dad, we felt so bad for him. He, We were on the Hulk, and we waited for two hours. And there, I don't know if they, if this is, like, new, but they don't allow phones or anything anymore, like, huh. on rides, like, at all. And we got to the ride, and they, like, patch you down, like, an airport, and my dad had his phone on him, and he had to, like, go sit out after two hours. Oh, Bill, 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 Bill. Yeah, Dang. it was brutal. That's tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of a funny story actually um i i'm not gonna even set this up for people to use their imagination but um so there was one time where i uh i was on a trip and uh with with somebody and i was going to the uh, coca-cola factory everybody knows you've been to the coca-cola mm-hmm. factory i think i've been I know where it is. Mm, it's a great it's time. Atlanta, right? We went to yeah, we went to the aquarium together. We didn't go yeah. to the Coca-Cola factory. That's right. But I'm almost positive I've been in there or at least near there. I know like what it is. Right. Georgia Aquarium is a must, except after COVID, because they'll get <laughs> after you. Um yeah. they will get after you if you even pull your almost mask out for a split second. Um, but yeah, that was back in the big canoe days. Yep. The big canoe days. Um, yeah, so the Coke Coal Factory, I was I was on a trip, uh Coke Coal Factory, and uh yeah. <laughs> oh man, we uh we were in line and we were you know going through you go through security and all that kind of stuff, and um somebody that uh was in line, um because you had to go through metal detector and all that kind of stuff. Somebody that was in line uh, had a concealed carry, I'm assuming. You know where this is going. I try yeah. to say that. And 
they had their gun on them, you mm-hmm. know, when we're in line. And uh, needless to say, it was it was uh, it's pretty awkward. Um, Are you not get supposed in. to do that if, if yeah, you have I don't think so. Not at that point. I mean, I don't know the rules. I don't know. I don't want to get into the whole. I know you're kind of a gun nut, so. What does that mean? That is a that is, firearm owner. Uh, definitely not important to mention on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> definitely not not needed information. Um, I mean, anyways, uh, well, let's just not allow you to talk on this subject anymore. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was a really awkward situation. Needless to say, they didn't get to go in the Coca Cola factory, and it was tough. You know, it was tough. But uh, you know, hey. Whatever. Um, anyways, uh, because we like to remain neutral on this podcast, let's keep rolling. That was really uh I should have just kept that to myself, honestly. <laughs> um, but anyways, you know, um moving right along. So Bill didn't get to get on the ride. Nope. The no, Hulk. That's tough, man. That is tough. I tell you what, uh, on the next podcast, I'm requesting a guest. I'm requesting to have a guest on the next podcast. I want Alex on the next podcast. I want you to make that happen. I want I you to bring definitely her definitely make that happen. I want you to bring her in. I want her to be on the podcast and I want to grill her on questions. Okay. okay. I can do that. Yeah. Well, we need to make that happen. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Blake, Alex is who? My girlfriend. Uh, your wife. There you go. My wife, yes. Married. Um, yes, yeah, so we will, uh, I request her presence on the next podcast. Maybe do a little newlywed. Maybe not newlywed. That's a little married thing. But uh, a newly, newly, uh, anyways, wow, I'm losing Together. my mojo. Yeah. Uh, let's just keep on trucking. Uh, universal trip with the family back. And then you went back to Florida or you're in Florida. Duh. You went back here for a yep. couple of days and then returned. And I got hired while I was up there. Wow. Tell the people what you're going to be doing. I'm going to be a host. Wow. And that a restaurant, you hear that sound, ladies and gentlemen, that is the laughter of all of Blake's friends and family that know him really well. Uh, and know that him being a host is not necessarily a foreign subject, uh, but him being a host is going to be a sight to see. Uh, it'll be interesting. Agreed. But, uh, we all uh, we all believe in you. So, thanks for the support, guys. Yeah. If I can be a maintenance man, you could be a host. True. You know, if I could be a maintenance guy, you could be a host. So that uh, that should encourage you. But anyways, enough babbling and tabling and all that um tablin is not even aware but we're gonna just get right into it the first movie that we're gonna jump right into is the movie i'm not gonna say it's the movie of the year because i don't want to overreact and i don't even feel like it is the movie of the year i thought it was a really good movie it was really satisfied with the movie um definitely over delivered in my opinion um i try not to have expectations for movies anymore but this movie really Really did well, and and it really had a unique uh, take, and I really appreciate that because it's so hard with a franchise that's already been uh, for around for a long time and had many actors in it. It's really hard to be able to elevate that movie and make it its own. Um, 
if you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the Batman. We are going to be dissecting Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz performance in the Batman among many other stars. Uh, but before I get into it, I want to give Blake the floor. I want to give him the opportunity to uh, speak on what he thought of the Batman. Maybe he didn't like it. Maybe he did. But let's find out. I did like it. I thought it was very good. Not, I mean, I don't think it beat, you know, Dark Knight, but it was good. It was really good. I was not disappointed, but it was just, I don't know. You can't not hype the movie up. It's going to get hyped up no matter what. It's back, Batman. Yeah, but totally I, agree. I liked all the actors. I think it was great. And actresses, sorry. Remind the people of your scale. Uh, my scale is a one to three scale. One being awful, two being pretty good, and three being a traditional 10 out of 10. And I give it a three out of three. Three out of three. So it's a classic. So it goes up as one of your favorites. Yes. Right. Cool. Yeah. Um, so hard. I feel like movies and TV shows is just such a hard concept to say, you know, I feel like there's been a lot of times in our lives where we're like, oh, that was the best movie of all time. Oh, that was yeah. the best movie of all time. Oh, that was the best movie of all time. And the Batman for me, I uh, I was really a fan. I um, I'm one of the select few that uh, I, I liked Robert Pattinson. I I didn't really watch a lot of Twilight, which is what he's well known for, and uh, Harry Potter. And Harry Potter, yeah, but Twilight is the main. When when people yeah. think Robert Pattinson, they think Twilight, right? Well, isn't that all he's done? Is Twilight and Harry Potter basically? Pretty. I mean, he's had some other roles, uh, but Twilight was like yeah, the franchise thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was him and Taylor Lautner that mm -hmm. did that, and so that was that was how they kind of rose to fame, and and that's why like what are you laughing about? I, I was looking at his other roles, and he was actually in The Lighthouse. I didn't even realize. Do you remember that movie? Wow. Yeah. I think we <laughs> I think we did a podcast on The Lighthouse. I'm pretty sure uh, we did. I, uh, it was, uh, it was really, um, I feel like people who really like film, people who yeah, really, really appreciate good, film. Like in the film world. Yeah. I think that they would like it. Um, I have recently come around to finally, you know, accepting movies before the 2000s, uh, yeah. which I, you know, a lot of people are like, what? All the movies mm -hmm. before the 2000s? There's movies before the 2000s that I like. I mean, The Godfather is one of the greatest series of all time. There's there's a bunch of movies before the 2000s that I do like. Well, I won't say a bunch, but, you know, I just, I'm more so in the modern era of movies, but um uh, you know, as I look through the list of Robert Pattinson, he's actually in a lot of big time movies. Uh, he was in Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone one. He was in, oh, that remember me, that romance, that sad romance movie that came out. It's back in like 2010. I saw that. He's I in Tenet. Did you see I, Tenet? Yes, I saw that. That was a, that was a good movie. Remember Confusing, me was good. It was more of like a, it was a sad romance. Um, but I know, I know it was pretty big back then. He was in, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire 4. He was in Inception, which was a crazy good movie. Was he? Yeah. He was, uh, he was in that, that, which was really good. And obviously Twilight, among others. And 
uh, wow, didn't realize he was in a lot of the Harry Potter movies. He's in Harry Potter That's 5. I'm saying he's in a lot. Yeah. Uh, but when you think of Robert Pattinson, you think of Twilight, right? And mm-hmm. so everybody was like, oh, this Twilight guy is going to come play Batman. What the heck? What is all this? But wow, was that the perfect role for Robert Pattinson? The Batman had this gothic vibe to it. It was really mm-hmm. dark. Uh, it had this gothic vibe. Just like that, gloomy. Yeah. And I feel like 99% of which is a lot with in the all the Batman movies. It's it's a dark theme, but 99% of the movie, I feel like it was, you know, really, really dark setting. And what I mean by that is is it feels like the lights were turned down low, like really yeah. low on every single set that they did. And I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I agree. For those of you Rotten Tomato fans out there, 85% on the tomato meter and 88% on the audience score. That's you know, I, I think that's pretty accurate. I have a normal scale, zero to 10. Uh, it's really hard to get a zero. Um, I base my scale off of one of my favorites, uh, favorite people out there, and that is Dave Portnoy, the controversial owner, founder of Barstool Sports pizza reviews go check them out tremendous really entertaining anyways uh i base my ratings kind of in that type of scale i would say more so i would i would kind of go with the tomato meter on this one i would i would say it was probably about 8.7 maybe 8.9 if i'm not being too cynical i would even bump it over a nine but i'd say 8.7 it's a really solid movie Mm. um the best compliment you can give about a movie like that, it was a three-hour movie, and it didn't feel like it. It <laughs> I did agree. not feel yeah. like it. Not at all. You know, like, Avengers Endgame was a great movie. It was a, I, I really enjoyed it. It was three and a half hours long, but it felt like three and a half hours. It felt yeah. like a long movie. Uh, the Batman felt like you got to the end of it, and you're like, wow. You know, how is there not – how is – it feels like I just got almost. in here. Yeah, it feels like I just got in here. The only tough part about the Batman was is the movie started and behind me was this family of four with a infant baby, which, look, I get it. When you have newborn child, you want to go out and still have a great time and all that. And I really don't want to discriminate against all those people. However, just know your child and don't bring don't bring your young kids to a gothic dark movie like the Batman and just don't I mean don't bring your toddler in there of course the baby was crying from the start had the kids kick in the back of my seat was there with my buddy Wes kicking his seat as well and we finally got up after 10 minutes and we moved back I was just like are you kidding me I just can't even that's can't even deal with it so the Batman did great. you see it like opening weekend or no. that you know, there's some movies that I really like to see opening weekend, and I'm a big fan of seeing opening weekend. But for the most part, I like to kind of wait a couple of days, especially yeah. if I'm able to stay on my social media and not get it spoiled. I, like I say, some movies, it's cool to be in large theaters with a big audience reaction. It's really cool. But I really like going into a movie theater and there being like three people in there. You know That's what I mean? True. Yeah. I like because then it's kind of like oh, i get the experience and you know i don't have to worry about someone sitting behind me or in front of me get the leg rest all that kind of stuff so anyways basically what i'm saying is i like to be privileged um <laughs> but it's great um so that was great uh a lot of shows have been coming and going as always um since the last time we talked 
uh, we are still awaiting close uh, to the final part of Ozark. Um, that's coming soon. Did you were you able to watch Ozark part one? No, I've been I've been watching Love is Blind. Ah, tell me you just started dating someone without telling me you just started dating someone. <laughs> okay, it's entertaining. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. No, that's cool. That's and cool. I'm watching man. Survivor right now. No, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. Survivor, I don't know why I've never gotten into it. Um, I think really? it's great. I don't think it's bad. I'm not saying I haven't gotten Aren't into it. Aren't you a big brother great. guy? Yeah, I love Big Brother. Um, and Survivor actually seems like a really cool show, but I think it was just because I was already involved in so many other shows at the time, uh-huh. you know, when when Survivor's been around for so long. But uh, I just never got into it because I was like, I don't have enough. Like, I really was a big Master Chef fan. I love Master Chef. I love all Gordon Ramsay shows, mm-hmm. and I was a big uh, and so that was already a reality show like that. And then Big Brother was just always, you know, my entire family, all my aunts, my mother. Um, we were all just big into Big Brother. We'd always text about it and all that kind of stuff. And just a really cool show. So we watched that. And I don't know. I just feel like some, it just gets to be overload. But I'm not saying that one's better than the other. Don't get me wrong. I know Survivor has so much of a following, probably more of a following. Actually, I would say more of a following than Big Brother. But um, anyways, yeah, I just never got into it. So that's cool. But uh, yeah, Ozark Part Two is coming up soon. I'm assuming because you haven't talked to me about it yet. I'm assuming you still haven't seen Money Heist, the final part of that, which <laughs> no, is ridiculous. I completely uh, forgot. Like, which why? is ridiculous because we used to be super big fans of that together. And Money I Heist, I mean, I still am. I just haven't finished it. Money Heist is just oh man, it was such a good series, especially if you can get over the subtitles and. Just all yeah. that kind of stuff um, and watching people's mouth move in a different language. And it's if you can get past that, it's a s- tremendous show. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I barely noticed it by the last season. Yeah. A show that we could definitely talk about that we both saw, uh, Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. We both watched that all the way through. I'm assuming, yes, you watched yes, it all the way through. I yes. watched all the way. The Book of Boba Fett. Um, what did you think? I liked it. Um, started off a little slow in the middle. It had some great episodes and then it ended. It didn't end awful or anything. It just ended a little, in my opinion, a little, eh. I hated to see Cad Vane die so quick. Spoiler yeah. alert. Well, people should have seen it by now for sure. Um, uh, but you know what <clears throat> I mean? The middle was really, really like good. Yeah. And it didn't really focus on Boba Fett at all. Right. Yeah, it was a slow start. Um, and in the middle, yeah, exactly what you just said right there, which is why I have a hard time calling it the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. I feel like it's just Mandalorian season two. Yeah, that's um, what everyone's saying. Because it's true. really, really and truthfully, um, you get Boba Fett for a couple episodes, then the Mandalorian shows back up. The story picks up. Everybody loved the Mandalorian. Um, who loves Star Wars and all those kind of stuff? Those type mm. of people loved it. Um, great, great show. Great couple seasons, or there was two seasons. Yeah, I think there's Man- two seasons of Mando. So, so Mandalorian season three is what I yeah. like to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, it was a great series, and then they just were like, "Oh, I feel like they had like a panic, like, oh, we shouldn't have did a book about that. We got to do because yeah. everyone loves Mandalorian." But is that even possible? Because the production, like already happened takes time right yeah 
Yeah, that's true. But that is what it seemed like. If they could just like pull a fast one, we're like, oh, let's switch back to this. Yeah, I think I that the Star possible. Wars, Star Wars world will always just create rules and have something for you know, yeah, just everything type deal. I liked um, it though. It was all good. Yeah, it was good. I don't have any complaints other than the fact that it just the title. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like it wasn't the book of Boba Fett, you know. Um, anyways, it's a good series. And Disney Plus is really doing good with a lot of series um, and movies, too. I, the first time ever, Moon I just Night watched. Out. Yeah, I haven't watched Moon Knight yet. Uh, I know that just came out. I need to watch it. Um, but uh, for the first time ever, I watched the kids movie or the animated movie Inside Out. Uh, the other <laughs> night on, mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. Uh, recommended by my vulnerability alert recommended <laughs> by my therapist yes Yikes. i am in therapy and i highly recommend to all of you listening uh make sure we don't have any sponsors but uh i will sponsor mental health because uh or i will shout out mental health because it is very important so make sure to take care of yourself and don't be afraid to be vulnerable and do that but anyways yeah my therapist recommended it's a good movie inside out and wow um Tremendous movie. Uh, I think a lot of animated movies teach us a lot uh, of practical good lessons in life. And uh, Inside Out was one of those movies. And it was really good. I think, uh, you know, I think I think that everybody should watch it really and truthfully. Um, but it was good. And it kind of, you know, every time after watching it now, it's like, I think that, you know, there's all like anger, joy, disgust mm-hmm. and sadness. They're all working like more aware now. Right, right. No, it's good. It's good. Um, anger is something I've never struggled with, so we don't even <laughs> have to worry about that. Uh, but anyways, speaking of anger, speaking of anger, the reason why I'm supporting my new haircut, we got to talk about the Oscars. We got to talk about what everybody else is talking about. We got to talk about Will Smith. We got to talk about Chris Rock, right? Uh, we just we got to. Right. We have no choice. Uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock. I know you said you didn't really watch the Oscars. I actually watched it live. Um, I love the narcissism of award shows for patting themselves on the back. No, um, no, I, I just I've always liked award shows because I do feel like it's it's more for the fans or whatever. But, you know, it does kind of get a little ridiculous sometimes. It's like, all right you know, we know you're a big deal, you know, we don't have mm-hmm. to spend three hours. We, and it's just the amount of award shows. There's so many award shows. It's ridiculous. Like you just, you lose sight of what's what, like this Sunday um, is the Grammys. And Oh, is it? Yeah. It's like music and all that kind uh, of stuff. I didn't even know they were that close together. Yeah. Also major RIP to one of my favorite bands, drummers, Taylor Hawkins. Uh, losing that his Foo Fighters? Life. Yes, Foo Fighters. Um, it's great, great band that uh, has been around for a long time. And wow, Dave Grohl losing Kurt Cobain and Taylor Hawkins. That is tough. I can't imagine how that guy feels. But anyways, yeah, Will Smith, Chris Rock, you heard about it. You saw the videos. What do you think? Who is in the wrong? I mean, I'm going to have to say Will's in the wrong. Okay. I mean, Chris Rock's a comedian. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. And it's just a little, it wasn't like super offensive. Everyone right. knows she's bald. You're and right. she like she said she doesn't care if she's bald. I mean, right. if it was like actually like a really, really mean joke, then maybe, but still, you're like the Oscars. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm team uh, Chris, and he handled it well. 
Team Chris handled it well. Yeah, I here's my thing. And honestly, you know, as the jokester that you are, I, I really did feel like you were going to say Chris Rock. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, because you do like to uh, you like to poke fun at people, especially me, over the years and uh, cause them to react. So, uh, you know, but this is not me saying that I necessarily agree with Will Smith. Here's what I say. I say that um, you're in Hollywood. You got to realize that people are going to talk about you. Um, you also got to realize that Chris Rock is a comedian, certainly. However, the funny thing to me is, is it definitely looked fake like him walking up the smack looked yeah. fake even when you see it and will turns around he's kind of like sm- he's kind of smiling yeah he doesn't look like he just smacked somebody you know what i mean yeah. and then he sits down and then you're like okay that was definitely you know it was definitely fake but then he sits down and he starts saying keep my wife's name out your mouth you know all this kind of stuff he says it again and it's like you know when you when you were on that when you are on that platform, you can't you cannot react like that. You cannot you yeah. cannot react like that. Will Smith, you know he's done a lot of a lot of shows, a lot of movies. You know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and mm-hmm. um, you know, very famous. Everybody knows Will Smith, uh, but you know that's just a line you can't cross. However, that doesn't mean that Chris Rock was necessarily in the right. But he is yeah. a comedian. He is a comedian. You make up a good point, and comedians. You know, they, uh, they, that's what they do. They cross lines and, uh, you know, the Academy, the Oscars should have known when they picked Chris Rock to introduce an award, they should have yeah. known that he was going to go up there and, you know, crack it. That's probably why they picked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Rock is known for that and he's good at it. Um, but the tough part is, is, you know, it always goes to the person that reacts, you know what I mean? And yeah, Will Smith just can't react like that. You know, if he really had a problem with it, solve it on the side. I know it's easy for me exactly. to say you get caught yeah. up in the moment, but, um, you know, someone in that community, you know, you, you work so hard to get an Oscar Oscar is like the pinnacle of your career. He finally got mm-hmm. his Oscar for King Richard, which well, I, I will say, I don't know if you've seen it, but I haven't seen tremendous it, no. movie, tremendous movie. Really, that, really good. Is that the tennis movie about Venus and Serena Williams? Yeah. He plays her, uh, he plays their dad. It looked Great good. Movie. I haven't seen it though. Such a good movie. Highly recommend you watching it if you haven't. Um, such a good movie. He wins the Oscar for best best uh, actor in a leading role or whatever, and um, totally totally stained that. Uh, however, you know I don't want to be like the media and just place judgment on people, which is what I'm doing. However, I just it's tough. You know what I mean? It's tough with with that kind of scenario. It's like no one's necessarily in the right. Um, yeah. But Chris Rock, you know. Um, like I said, more power to him for not reacting because you know Agreed. he just got smacked in the face. Yeah, that was a tough not reacting, and uh, you just don't react. So that was kind of crazy. But anyways, Will Smith, Chris Rock, we wouldn't be a movie entertainment type podcast if we didn't talk about Will Smith, Chris Rock, because uh, you know that was that was literally other than uh, other than the uh, Janet Jackson nipple slip, uh, that was the craziest <laughs> moment. I've ever seen, and I was super young then, but uh, that was the craziest moment I've ever seen on on live TV, uh, other than sports moments and all that. But that was just like you kind of your jaw drop, your jaw yeah. drop, and it was just like what, like what just happened? Like yeah. when did the Oscars become? I wish WWE? I saw it live. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, 
But anyways, uh, big weekend this week in entertainment. Sports world, you got the Final Four. I know we don't talk about sports, but you got the Final Four starting this weekend and uh, and culminating on Monday. And this weekend, I know you're not, but for all the wrestling fans out there, it is WrestleMania this Let's weekend. Two-night event. They've been calling it the most stupendous WrestleMania ever. Two nights. Uh, I just... I don't understand how people can hate on wrestling because it's just such a uh, such a cool art. Um, it's really cool. And even super brag for my part, uh, my cousin, she is a she does wrestling, professional wrestling um, for cool. a, a number of uh, promotions and and up in Michigan. And, uh, you know, she has a big dream to make it one day. And I hope she does. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, wrestling, yeah, WrestleMania this weekend. Boom. Anyways, we've talked a lot about a lot of stuff. That's because we, uh, we've been out for a while. Uh, don't want to make any promises, but, uh, you know, trying to get this thing rolling again, but you know how we do, we, uh, do it on our own time because we're disrespectful like that. Uh, we just want to keep you wanting more. We want you to knock down our doors and say, please podcast, podcast, Anyways, you know how we're going to wrap up. We're going to wrap up with a quote of the week from Mr. Blake Ship himself. But before we do that, we want to remind you next week, next episode, rather, tune in. We will have none other than Miss Alex. Don't know her last name. Merrick. 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 She'll be on the podcast. Uh, And uh, yeah, we'll have a great time with that. And talk about some movies. We'll be both seeing Morbius uh, this weekend. And there's a lot of good movies coming out. So without further ado, I'll hand it over to Blake for the quote of the week. All right. The quote of the week is a short one. It is the key to life is running and reading. The key to life is running and reading. Wow. You did not have to. Just you such wondering. a wonderful quote. To end this podcast, wow, the power in that quote. Read it one more time. The key to life is running and reading. The key to life is running and reading. We're going to let you figure out who said that. We look forward to your responses. We thank you for your support. I'm Cole Moore. I'm Blake Ship. Blake Ship. We will see you next time on the Shredded Cabbage Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Shredded Cabbage Podcast. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or Anchor to keep up with the latest that is going on in the Forbidden Forest.